0: So <laughs> this is going to be interesting. So we're we're going to be playing an uh, online role-playing game. Um and we're going to just be recording this both for our own amusement and for the sake of being experimental, I guess. So I'm the game master. We have with me Colin and Eden. Hello. Hi. And we're playing a game in the Cipher System. Um, you can look that up. I'm not going to explain everything. So the setting here we have is is kind of a, I guess, Victorian-ish setting where we have a large city, and in the city we have mostly humans, but also a bunch of magical races. Um, however, not like the wildest type of races, like mainly elves and dwarves and a few others. So the the climate po- political climate in this city is that um, right now it 's kind of like a pre Victorian London level of technology plus magic. However, um, there are big technological discoveries right on the horizon, and right now magic is in the hands of mostly the powerful people and with the proliferation of technology, this power balance is going to shift, and we're our setting is right on the brink of this basically. So you guys can see the map I have here, right? Yep. Yes. So this is our city. This is called Al-Syrus. Um Basically, it is a port city. To the west, there's a sea, and far away in the sea, there are different lands with a bunch of really outlandish races that we'll get to later, maybe. To the north, we have a mountain range uh, and a forest range. Uh, that's where mostly the elves live. And also, to the northern districts of the city, we mostly have where the nobles live in the south we have another mountain range and that's where we have mines and dwarves live there and that's part of the city's economy the mining obviously and the southern district of the city has the slums in between them we have to the west the ports obviously because that's where the sea is in the middle uh we have you know mostly political and business stuff and um to the more eastern side of the city we have where the merchants are and where the people live and then a bit farther beyond that we have a c- countryside where you know Farming happens and stuff. And then that is surrounded by a wall. And to further east, there is an empire. So the political situation here is that the empire is strong. However, um, it is a mostly human empire, and they don't have a lot of magic. They just have numbers. And the reason this city is allowed to exist is kind of because a bunch of different races can get together here, and their, their magical and technological prowess is... Stronger than the empire, so they kind of um, basically exist because of that. That's why the empire hasn't really absor- been able to absorb the city. So the city is just really strategically positioned. So uh, I told Eden and Colin to kind of think of characters to create where they would be living with in the city or at least familiar with the city and working here somehow. So who wants to go first?
1: Um, I can go first.
0: Okay. So tell me so- about your character.
1: I will be playing Torval and as far as <clears throat> technical things for the cipher system goes he's a speaker but he has a combat flavor basically this guy is a translator slash diplomat um and he uh, he can he can hold his own in a fight um he also has what might be called a shady past it's unclear like where he came to the service farm who exactly hired him for his first job, how he got his name as a, as a translator. Um, but that's how he makes his living nowadays. He's a local, he was born in the city, but he is now returning from the West, um, from one of the kingdoms there. Mostly humanoid, but they use magic to enhance um, their bodies and physical skills. And he, he was part of an expedition, and now he is returning to the city for the first time in um, five, five, six years. So he'll be looking to, you know, uh, sniff the political, the political atmosphere out and see where new jobs might be available.
0: Okay, so you don't really have too much of a standing in this city,
1: is that right? I I used to have, he used to have a standing, he has contacts, but they haven't seen him in a while, and they might be surprised to see him again.
2: God, okay. what an amazing party composition this is going to be.
1: <laughs> okay. Hey, it's quick play, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty you much know, Overwatch jokes.
0: Uh, so, Colin, um, tell me about your character.
2: My character is a prince of the Eruzian Empire, and he is a, uh, also a diplomat who is a liaison between the city and the empire.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And he lives in a noble quarter, but also has several business interests that he
3: uh, keeps an eye on. Okay. And owns in the city. Okay, and he's also a speaker. Okay, <laughs> uh, not not great at fighting, but
2: can
0: defend himself if need be. Okay. Um. Anything else? That's it. That's that's it for right now. Yeah. Okay. So, in where does your character live? Do you think? Do, do you have any preference slash what makes Tolval? sense for you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he probably has, he's probably staying, I mean, he has a substantial amount of money. Mm-hmm. He's not rich, but he's well-to-do, so okay. he'll probably have, like, a fancy inn um, in the port side of the town. Okay. He doesn't. He doesn't yet have like a stable place of residence, but right now he's hiring um, a middling, a middling level fancy room in one of the inns, many ports, in one of the ports, many inns.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so probably probably towards the northern side of the ports. Yeah, like bordering
1: on the on the noble area where he also has connections.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I guess we have to bring your characters in somehow. So, Colin, what does your character do on a daily basis within the city?
2: uh meet with various nobles mm-hmm. meet with the leaders of the city
4: okay uh Wait, so aren't we doing like
1: um character creation in real time oh uh,
0: yeah i guess we should do a little bit of that um but i'm i'm just trying to get a sense for the oh yeah for sure the standing first so that i can in the meantime kind of engineer things yeah, together yeah that makes sense.
2: he also has hands in various uh businesses uh league both legal and semi-legal okay. throughout the central areas of the city.
0: Okay. So the, the less legal stuff ha- happens more to the southern parts of the city, obviously. So one thing that um, I should mention is that in the city, there are three gangs um, that are at a constant state of cold war with each other uh, vying for control of certain parts of the city and will We'll maybe get into that a little bit later, but that is a thing that exists in the city. Um so Eden, uh what does your is your character like literally just fresh off the boat or do you
1: he's, he's been around like a few weeks. Um okay. so he's not fresh off the boat, but he doesn't quite have his um bearings yet. Mm-hmm. Um in, in the past few weeks he's been following up on old connect, letting them know he's back in the city. Um, he's not too worried. Like I said, he has cash to fall back on, so he's just waiting for the next job to present itself. Maybe in a few weeks he'll start getting nervous <laughs> and okay. actively hit the streets.
0: <clears throat> All right. So let us move on to the character creation. Then my
2: character has uh,
0: his own estate,
2: so okay. that might be it. Uh, you like that? Might be an idea to incorporate.
0: Okay. If um, that makes. So to the. To the let me see, you have drawing privileges here, right? Yes. So what I'm drawing here is this is kind of a uh, noble's district. There's a area that is kind of the mage's guild. So you should try to uh, draw yourself a small estate somewhere appropriate here. Um, maybe in the more to the eastern side of it, since that's also where your character is from. Uh, so you just carve some small area out there for yourself and. Um, in the meantime, Eden, let's go to your character creation.
4: Okay. Okay,
1: so I'm, I looked over the descriptors, mm-hmm. uh, which is the first step of the sentence, which makes up characters in the cyber yeah. system. and I went for charming. So that gives me plus two to my intellect pool. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find the, the starting pool, I think it's just 10 across the board. Um, I think it's determined by your type, maybe?
0: Yeah, it's determined by the type. Let me, let me find yours. So...
1: I'm a speaker. I'll move on. I'm trained in all tasks involving positive or pleasant interaction.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm trained when I
4: use uh, special abilities that influence the minds of others. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a contact.
1: You have an important contact who is in an influential position, such as the minor noble, um, the captain of the town guard, etc. Your pools are 10 9, nine. 10 Nine,
4: nine. Nine, Starting polls. nine. So my intellect goes
1: up to 11. So we should figure out a contact. I like the idea of, <clears throat> you know, the bartender from Deadpool. Um, Deadpool. Yes, the, I do. The guy yeah. that runs the bar and knows everybody. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I'd like, I like a sort of that guy's my contact. Okay. He runs like maybe the inn that I'm staying in right now and everybody knows him. He knows everybody. He helps me. You know, track down people I need, um other contacts, etc. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um I also have an inability. Mm-hmm. I was never good at studying or retaining facts. Um the difficulty of any task involving low knowledge or understanding is increased by one step. Okay. Um my willpower is not one of my strong points. Whenever I try to resist a mental attack, the difficulty is increased by one step. Okay. Um, this actually makes sense. The, f- the next thing, additional equipment. You've managed to talk your way to some decent discounts and bonuses in recent weeks. As a result, you have enough cash jangling in your pocket to, pu- to purchase a moderately priced item. So that's like my salary for my previous job. Okay. And now I'm going to choose a link. Um,
0: uh, where do you denote that disability, by the way, in the sheet?
1: Um, um, under skills, you can just choose inability, trained, untrained, etc. I just don't see it. That's why I... You
0: see
4: skills intellect?
0: Yeah, I do. But I just, maybe it didn't update on my end. Yeah, it might take some
3: time. Okay, um, uh, uh, uh,
4: uh. Okay. okay so, so Cypher system assumes that we start as like a party. Mm-hmm. So for your descriptor, you have four choices
1: to initial links to the starting adventure. So I either convinced one of the other PCs to tell you what he was doing. I instigated the whole thing and convinced the others to join me. One of the other PCs did a favor for me, and now I'm repaying that obligation by helping her with the task. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll choose that. Um, I once worked with Lucian's family, and um, they did me a favor by
4: bailing me out from a politically dangerous um, position, and now I owe them a favor. Okay. Cool. So, as I said, my type is Speaker. Mm-hmm. But I also have a combat flavor, which
1: allows me to substitute some parts of my speaker type with others. And I have
4: yet to choose my focus. Okay. So let me jump to the... As we said, it's quick play, so I'm not going to spend too much time on this.
0: Mm-hmm. And we can you um, know, refine aspects offline.
4: Yeah, for sure. So I am going to... I don't want to reveal my cards too much because there's a hidden aspect to my (laughs) character. Yeah. Um, But I guess I'll add just a little bit more intrigue. I am a charming speaker who murders. Okay. And why and
1: how remains to be seen. (laughs) The other stuff is like technical stuff, so I'll fill it out.
2: The end of the game is going to involve you sailing a boat into a hurricane and then retiring to Canada to be a lumberjack. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers for Dexter. Don't watch it. (laughs) God damn it.
0: I watched all of Dexter. It was miserable.
4: Um, Yes, it was.
0: Okay. So that that mostly covers what we have, right? Yep. Okay. Um, Colin, you you ready to go? Uh, I am. Okay. Let's see. Um, you have a noble speaker who is idolized by millions. Millions, wow! Nice. Okay, um, so tell me about it.
3: The
2: like the cipher system.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just walk me through your aspects a little bit, just to give context. I we we know we we understand the system, but like um, why you chose this descriptor and focus.
2: Well, I figured somebody who's that high up in the empire and living in a city like this
3: would be pretty uh well somewhat known. of a celebrity yeah to the people here mhm because uh he's you know he's not a native and okay. he's a link to the largest uh culture outside of the city and mm-hmm. Noble, you know, that that's
2: kind of obvious, but Speaker, I figured he's either someone who prefers to talk his way out of situations, uh, <laughs> has other people do his dirty work for him, or some combination of
3: both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not quite sure how that's going to play out yet, but, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want him to be like a a uh, combat master but he knows how to defend himself mhm if need be
4: but would prefer not to
3: okay um all right and um let's see what what
0: the allies by millions do choose one of the following pick one other pc um so which, you have the connection, right? Um, childhood friend, you got famous, and blah, blah, blah. Do you have a preference for those connections uh, that gi-
3: are given by your focus? Um, not particularly, but we could always, uh, oh, the focus, let me see. Uh, I was looking at the descriptor, sorry mm-hmm. about that. Focus' uh, it's 142. forty two all right so
0: um while you look that up i will i prefer one uh definitely not four um okay, another player character all right so Here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to have a self-insert character. Um, his name is Xander, and he is a warrior. Um, he's kind of been this... I'll, I'll fill in the sheet details later, and I'm also, you know, kind of doing some shady stuff with that character, so I don't want to reveal everything. But So he's, he's been a family friend you um he's basically been like a mercenary that has always been around your family doing deeds for your family right mm-hmm. um and you've you've kind of been friends throughout your life with him at some point um basically he was sent away while you still lived, lived in the empire for m- many years you haven't really seen him um and then um once you kind of were assigned to the city Um, as an envoy, you eventually come to encounter him randomly uh, in the streets one day. Completely randomly. And, um, you know, he's become a much more hardened man, and um, you kind of reconnect, and he kind of serves as an impromptu bodyguard for you. Not like um, always around, but you, you can always call in a favor and he will kind of look out for you. Okay. Okay? Um, so that's the state of things right now. What, uh...
3: What about my, uh, sheet? What exactly do I... So, your... Oh,
0: sorry, I clicked on Eden's sheet. Um, so that's that. Your pulls. um, did you pick your pulls based on your character description? Uh... Okay, well, we can do some of these lists. So for today, we'll kind of have a um, kind of looser session, and then we can pick a bunch of things later. But um, are there any particular skills that you would like to focus on, like Eden chose? Um, like like positive or pleasant social interaction, uh, special abilities that influence... I would most. just
1: I would just start with a descriptor, um, mm-hmm. see what it gives you, because Cypher is very structured. You just go for the descriptor, see whatever it gives you, and then go for the type,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, see what
4: you want to take, and go for the focus. Just do it like that, and it, it becomes very easy.
2: How do I... How do I... F- where do I find my uh,
1: pool? Uh, so your pool is determined by type, your speaker? Type. Oh. So you have 8 might, 9 speed, and 11 intellect. Okay.
4: And then you have 1 intellect edge. And zero in the Alpha two. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh. And I if you want
3: to speak. Oh fuck! What? What happened? Well, I,
4: I accidentally edited your character sheet. <laughs> we can. Oh, that's fine. I remember my stats. It's okay. Okay. Um. No. And by the way.
0: Yeah.
1: I rolled for um, background that comes with the speaker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got nineteen which means that I am in a close romantic relationship with someone in local politics. Okay. Um, So I would say, yeah, (laughs) I would say it is the heiress to one of the more minor, um, noble houses.
0: Okay. All right. Um, let's see, let me roll for Colin while Colin is actually, can you roll for Colin while he's, um, are
1: you talking about the background? Yeah. Let's see. Um, yeah, one. What What's one? I, I have a hard time navigating this book. Um, one of your parents was a famous entertainer, and he's in his or her early years and hoped you would excel in the same medium. Um, these <laughs> are suggestions, by the way. You yeah. can reroll or just choose one from the list.
0: Um, what what pages is, is that on for the 44. speaker? Forty-four. Oh man, this is hard to navigate. Okay. Uh, yes, I got it. So let's see. One uh, entertainer. Can you re-roll that? That's not optimal. Yep. And if we get something suboptimal, we'll just pick it ourselves. Two. <laughs> when you were a teenager, um, siblings went presumed... Okay, that's actually good. I like yeah. it. So, C- Colin, can you... Uh, I'll just copy-paste this into your background. Go ahead. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, copy. When you were a teenager, one of your siblings went missing and is presumed dead. The shock rent your family and it's something you've never gotten over. Okay that was actually pretty close to a plot point that I was just planning, so we can just go with that, okay, so you had a younger brother um no older brother who was um so you're you're kind of within a relatively important political family within your own country uh and you own your family owns a decent amount of land and um you know, you had an older brother who, who was supposed to be the heir to the family, but he just kind of disappeared one day, and um, you never found out what happened to him. And obviously, you became the de facto heir to the
3: family. Cool, I can work with that. Um, are you good on the skills? Let's see. So, as a as
0: a noble as a um, speaker, let's see where is this. When I click when I click add and
2: stuff on those areas, the. UI kind of uh takes a massive shit.
0: Um <laughs> at least on my end. Uh it, oh, I think I I added one for you. Um you should have the
3: permissions to be able to edit this. Let's see. Um Anyway, so we can Yeah, you should be able to edit this. Anyway, we can we can focus on this a little bit later. For now,
0: we'll kind of do a little bit of um, setting things up in terms. I of added
2: the. Oh, okay. It's, it seems to be working now that I popped it open in its own window.
0: Okay. Positive or pleasant social interaction. Sure. Yes. Um. Yeah, the, your noble background gives you. Was that given by the noble background? Let's see. Noble background. It was either that or the idolized.
2: I think it might have been the idolized by millions.
0: Noble gives you. You are trained in etiquette and interact with thing with
3: nobility. That makes sense. I don't have that one on here.
0: Okay. Anyway, so yeah. I'll, I'll, in the interest of keeping this rolling, we can kind of figure a bunch of these out um, offline. We won't probably be doing a lot of rolling. In this session, per se, kind of this is just kind of a uh, you know, it's not Dark Souls. It's the oh, god damn it. It's the <laughs> introductory chapter, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, Eden was the one in love with one of the local minor nobles, right? Okay, good, true. And uh, Eden was was your thing that one of the PCs own. <clears throat> uh, sorry, uh, you you owe one of the PCs a favor. A favor, right? yes. Yeah. Okay. So, let's say that, um, alright, as, as I said earlier, the political climate in the city is kind of unstable right now. Um, there are, uh, well, the common folk are pretty unhappy with their lifestyles. And um, there are rumors that things might be stirring, but obviously there is nothing concrete yet. Also, in the same time, uh, there is a, so the, the city is governed by a parliament. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's kind of preset slots in the parliament in terms of, um, you know, the elves get a certain amount, the dwarves get a certain amount, and, you know, certain houses, certain businesses, the mages and such, they all get a certain amount of slots. And then there's a certain amount of open slots. So um, there is rumor that um, one of the nobility allocated slots might be opening soon as um one of the nobles of the city are getting pretty old and um, they don't have a successor so there's kind of going to be a little bit of competition for who replaces him so that is kind of the political climate in the city and um colin obviously you want to be able to get on that slot as um a foreign influencer and also a minor
3: noble in this climate um so let's see um and then let's let's start with a focus on C- colin so
0: eden's family you know that um he owes your family... A, sorry, not Eden's family. Eden himself owes your family a favor. So, let's structure that a little bit to get things started. Um, let's say... Um, Eden, do you have any suggestions as to how you, your character might have played this out in the past? If not, I'll
1: just fill it in. I mean, people usually hire me to smooth over relationships, but when a subtle hand is needed. So... I don't bribe. I insinuate ideas. So, if, if Colin's family would want to put him in one of those chairs, I could start gathering the necessary votes from key people across the society.
0: Um, yeah, but what I'm saying is um, why do you owe them a favor? What's the background there? Oh,
1: um, like I was. Okay, so let's bring in my other background. Um, my affair with this heiress is not um, socially acceptable. Mm-hmm. And we were on the brink of being um, outed, and they, um, they killed someone who saw us.
0: Okay, yeah, there was an unimportant kind of merchant that they already kind of wanted to get rid of, uh, but you didn't know this. So they used this as an, kind of an excuse to get rid of the merchant, and also kind of earn a favor from someone whose skills might be needed in the future
1: okay sounds good okay
0: so colin um this um as i said this election well it's not really an election for for one of the noble positions it's kind of a more what the rest of the parliament kind of appoints to that position (coughs) so um you know this noble let's um his name is lord Coolion, c-u-l-i-n should i create a character for that here uh no it's fine no uh
1: Okay. I mean, we have, we have notes. We can add it there. Yeah, where's the notes?
4: Um, right hand notes? side of the character sheet.
0: Um, maybe I don't want to clutter the character sheet with this per se. Um, let's see. Well, okay, we can just put it in the character sheet. Um, so, Lord Coolion, let me write it in the chat as well. This is... Uh, yeah, this is the older Lord who is probably going to be retiring, and he doesn't have an So there is kind of precedent in terms of the retiring noble uh, recommending someone as they are leaving the parliament. And that kind of holds sway, even though it's not guaranteed, it's pretty, um, you know, important in terms of uh, the succession. So you kind of want to um, convince Lord Coolean to name you as a successor, Colin. that That sounds like your character would do something like that. The envision. Uh,
2: I think so. Okay. Uh,
0: All right. So you're kind of, as we begin this story, you are kind of trying to find a way to make these happen. So you've never really paid attention to this lord per se, because him being kind of one of the older people who aren't really politically involved, just happened to have a seat in the parliament, um, you know, he was never really too. Um, significant in politics he would just kind of go with the flow but now that he's vacating a seat you know suddenly you realize that you should probably be caring about this person yes so with that um you sent out feelers you sent out kind of um people he a mage no
2: he's just because my i i don't deal with mages my sister uh the emperor appointed uh my sister instead of me to deal with the mages
0: okay um so no he's just kind of old money um like you know he's that he's that old guy that nobody really minds until they really want a favor from him it's basically that situation so so with this um as word of this gets to you you kind of send out feelers and um when you send out these feelers you find out that um Torvar is in town. Um, he was the guy who, you know, uh, you kind of saw him with his uh, lover who was kind of a minor noble in, in one of the other houses and you took advantage of um, the merchant who's seen this and... Uh, bah. You took advantage of the merchant that you wanted... To, ah, I can't f- structure this fucking sentence. You took advantage <laughs> of the situation to eliminate a merchant that you already wanted to get rid of and also kind of earn favor with this guy. So you know that this guy is a pretty, you know, he's kind of a fixer, essentially. So okay. you you should probably go and um go contact him essentially. So either you you would have to send someone or you would have to go yourself. Where is he located? So you okay, let's let's play this out. Let's let's uh enter scene here. So one of the um, agents you sent out, well, agents is probably not a word, lackeys you sent out. He comes back and um, at this point, you're just in your study. um, Any particular thing your character prefers to study or just? Uh, History. History. Okay. So you're reading up on some historical texts and you hear a knock on the door. Enter. Um the the agent enters and Lord Lucien, uh, I have some news that might be of uh import to you. That's Go ahead. Uh, so you remember um Sir Torvar Felk, who um he's kind of trying to find a way to politely say it here. Um You kind of took care of something for him. Uh you know the fixer guy. He's I back do. In, he's back in town, sir. And um he's he's staying in the ports district and um, he might be looking for some work. And I figured this might be a good opportunity for you to
3: take advantage of Lord Coolion. Hmm. That is an interesting
2: idea. Where is he staying?
0: He's staying in the old port, uh, in the old anchor, sir. Um, That's an inn that is close to the noble district in, in the port area. It's one of the safer parts of town, but still, it's not in the
3: right district. Bring him to me. Are you sure, sir? Um, Because maybe it
0: might be more appropriate if you go to greet him in that it will kind of engender more familiar reactions.
3: Fine. I'll go.
0: Shall I send for Lord Xander, sir?
3: Uh, yes. That's All right. a good idea.
0: He walks out. Um, By the way, the, this guy kind of, it sounded like he was kind of um talking up to you, but he's not just some random lackey. He's one of the medium-tier n- people in your establishment that the lackeys reported to. So he's kind of more of an advisor role. I just wanted to um preface that. Yeah, I figured. Okay, so... Uh A couple hours later, um, uh, Xander comes to you. He is kind of wearing um, medium armor, kind of like what the city guards wear in terms of how intense it is in his armor. He's carrying his sword on his belt, and z- so what does your character look like, by the way?
3: Uh, medium height slim blonde hair
2: green eyes uh generally wears very nice but uh understated clothing
0: <laughs> okay so zander is medium tall um black long hair blue eyes he has kind of a rough look but not really built uh like not bodybuilder level just kind of toned um All right, so he walks in, just kind of without knocking, as he is wont to do. Uh, He's like, "All right, Lucian, let's go get this taken care of."
2: Hello, Xander. Yes,
0: let's. He's kind of never really um, respected your station per se, as being kind of your childhood friend. He's always viewed you beyond that. So, um, as you guys set out, um, you kind of leave the estate and. you take a road within the noble district um, going westward until you kind of take a south road and as you're entering the port area that's like just keep an eye out even though this is not the slums it's always best to
3: you know mind your business here especially the Unders- way with the
0: way you're
2: dressed <laughs> understandable and don't don't worry i will
0: Alright, so Xander, he seems to know the way. He leads you to this inn. And um, as they arrive, you can be in or you can be not at the... You can be inside the inn or you can just be out. Uh, It's around noontime.
1: I'm there. Uh I'm I'm regaling the customers with stories they might not care to hear (laughs) about the faraway kingdoms to the west.
0: Okay, um, so one thing that is going to come into play later, there is a bird race in the, uh, the Western Kingdoms that um, they're called the Hawkers, and they're, they're kind of like avians, and they can breed with humans, and um, they're half-Hawker people. Hot! Just- <laughs> okay, <laughs> so Xander and Lucian enter the inn. Um, and Xander is able to, through a visual description, dis- uh, locate Torvar, but you can also kind of recognize him. Lucine. So, all right. So, as, as Eden said, Torvar is just sitting at some table, telling some interesting stories, and people seem to be pretty into him. Um, the inn is not super crowded, but whatever people there are, they're kind of gathered around Eden, listening to his stories.
2: I... uh. Get closer to their, the table they're at, and
0: Xander kind of approaches ahead of you and just clears his throat. <clears throat> um, we are here. I, Sorry, yeah, he, he speaks. Uh, he first clears his throat to get everyone's attention.
1: So I look at him, um, and without pausing, I just shift the story um, to start um, aggrandizing like how our local nobles are much better than whatever they have over there um, and how they are more fabulous and more structured in their laws um, and how lucky we are to have such a magnificent <laughs> ruling class.
0: So, Xander, um, kind of unfazed, he says, um, are you to our felk?
1: Um, I look to my audience and again, I'm kind of pissing him off, but I'm too nice about it for mm-hmm. him to actually call me out. Um, we'll continue this later. I, I think you'll like um, the punch of this uh, story. And then I <laughs> swivel over to him in my chair and say I am indeed. How can I help you? I
0: introduce to you Lord Lucian Eadalus Laurentius. And the, the people on your table kind of grunt and get out. Like, disperse around the bar.
4: Um, I kick two chairs in their direction and say, please gentlemen, have a seat.
0: Xander takes the farther chair uh, and kind of positions himself to have a view of the inn.
2: I'll sit on the closer chair.
4: Okay. What brings you to this fine establishment today?
2: You do, Mr. Falk. You and your uh, skills.
4: Okay. Um, Torvar smiles slyly and says, Ah,
1: yes. That's quite, quite fortunate. I am in need of employment.
2: Clearly. <laughs> Since you have nothing, seems you have nothing better to do than lick noble boots all day, you might as well get paid for it.
1: True. That is my profession, amongst other things. Uh, licking the boots of those who like to have their boots licked. Um, shall we retire
4: to a more private setting?
2: I think that would be a good idea. let us return to my estate.
4: That might be a little premature. Um,
1: I like to agree on the details of my employment before I um, take such steps. Um, The stables are pretty private. I can also pay off one of the boys to make sure that no one interrupts us. I stand up and make towards that and see if they follow.
0: All right, might as well follow him. Xander gets up and kind of looks mildly unamused at this situation and he kind of goes ahead and checks out the stables first and then kind of gives Lucy a nod.
1: I, um, take like a copper coin from my purse and flip it towards one of the stable boys. Um, and say, uh, boy, make sure that no one interrupts us. Um, well, apart from the horses, that is,
0: <laughs> um, Xander comes inside with you guys and stands in front of the door and
1: just kind of fades into the background. Cool. Um, I lean on
4: um, one of the walls and grab like a piece of hay and put it in between my teeth and say, so, what's the job?
3: Uh, Well, this is uh, certainly
2: a new location as far as negotiations go for me, but it's quaint. I assume you know Lord Cullen?
4: Cullen. I have heard the name, yes.
2: He's retiring, Sue. And my father, the Emperor, would prefer that he recommend I be appointed to his seat in Parliament.
4: Ah, that would indeed be very fortunate. And my role in this? Well,
3: Considering your skill set, your role
2: could change depending on how the job goes, but I want you to assist me in convincing Lord Cullion that it would be in everyone's best interest to float my recommendation.
4: Hmm, I see. So it's an infiltration job and a persuasion job. Fine, I won't
1: insult you by stating my rates. Um, they should be uh, posted at the inn. You may inquire with the innkeeper as, as to what I charge, um, but the job seems agreeable to me. Xander just kind of
0: takes a pouch um, from his belt and hands the pouch to you. and it seems um, like a: Yeah. seems like a pretty reasonable amount. Should we succeed, and we will,
2: the Empire will pay you 500,000 gold as well as a piece of property in the city.
4: That
1: seems... Well, I thank you for your generosity, but um, this pouch should suffice. I like to keep myself humble. Um, I poke my head through um, through the door and signal to the innkeeper to take the pouch for me. He has like a
4: He's a bank. He keeps a phone. Okay,
1: he hasn't. Yeah, okay.
0: Xander um,
4: hands it to the kid, who's kind of whatever. I get back to the, I go back to the stable and say, how, well, how extreme should I be in my methods? Is there something that you'd rather I not
1: do when pursuing this goal?
2: I would rather you not kill or directly harm Lord Cullion if you can help it. That would generally not be conducive to our
0: goals, I think. Xander kind of interjects and adds, also not remove any competitors either. We want this to be a
4: peaceful transition of power. Of course. I see. So, no bodies. Okay. It should be possible, but
1: I am newly returned from the West. I have not yet uh, sized up the target. I will do so later tonight, and we shall meet again on the mall, where I will have more information and a plan of approach.
0: Splendid. Thank you. So are you thinking Xander, again, kind of... He kind of wants to um, get a better handle of the situation. Are you thinking of more of a straight-faced approach, or subterfuge?
4: Well, my dear... What was it again? Remind me of your name.
0: My name is Xander. I. Xander. Kind of in charge of
1: this family's protection. Quite, quite. What an honorable position. In any case, I don't yet know. As I said, I will case out the target tomorrow, but whenever possible, I prefer to leave no trail. So I will not be approaching them, obviously, as Torval, and I will attempt, I think, to insinuate myself closer to the lord
4: and then start dripping um the honey which you paid so much money for into his ears
3: a free piece of advice lord cullion's wife is a uh
2: enthusiast of magical texts even though she possesses no ability herself
1: interesting that is useful um I shall see if I can procure something of the sort, or maybe a convincing dupe. If you Um,
3: can't, I have mm, extras that should be suitable. Fine, I'll keep that in mind. In
0: general, if you need resources, we might be able to provide as long as the requests are reasonable.
4: Certainly. I will try and tax your resources as little as I can.
0: All right, you know where the estate is, and where to find them. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact me first. No need to bother the lord himself.
3: Um, okay.
2: Just come to the estate and ask for Xander. They'll know who you are.
1: Very well. I'm used to being recognized. Um, I should be comfortable with that. However, we might want to set up a meeting point later on in this affair that is not at your estate.
2: I own a uh, warehouse in the Northern Business District. We can meet there.
1: That should suffice. For now, the estate is fine. But in the future, when my face becomes more recognized around Cullion's,
4: um compatriots, we should use that warehouse for privacy's Agre-
0: sake. Agreed.
4: Okay, guys I gotta go okay I finished uh, up my character by the way you can take a look
0: all right cool so that cool. is the um, end of today's session
1: no and just sweet. quick just yeah. a quick uh, point um, we are both speakers so we both have the ability to carry two ciphers mm mm-hmm. um, so you should create those for us okay and just remember that in the cipher system they don't have to be items mm-hmm. there's something called abstract ciphers so it can yeah. be the right word at the right time or a good joke um, or like political leverage stuff like that and it's one use only right one use only and it should have like a minor to medium effect yeah cool. okay
3: all right um
1: so that's Thanks, guys. all
0: for today
3: bye see you next week bye bye